All right. Hello. Hey, man. Yeah. Let's just get to it. All righty. So right now, okay, so we're just going to start. Okay, we're going to uh, do an AW preview, AW Dynamite preview, and then afterwards we're just going to do some news things afterwards. But first we're going to start off with the AW Dynamite preview of April 27th. AW Dynamite Edition on TBS. So, firstly, let me just go through the matches and we'll talk about them one by one, right? All right. Okay, so firstly, Adam Cole, Young Bucks, and Red Dragon, the Undisputed Elite, will go against the random collection of Dante Martin, Varsity Blondes, Lee Johnson, and Brock Anderson. Lance Archer will go against Wardlow as well. Serena Deep versus Hikaru Shida will culminate their feud in Philadelphia street fight fashion. And Sami Guevara versus Copia Sky will go against each other in a ladder match for the TNT Championship and the own Heart Foundation Tournament Qualifier Men's Edition Dex Howard versus Cash Wheeler. So we're going to start off with that uh, that tag team match the Adam Cole, Young Bucks and Red Dragon the Undisputed Elite versus Dante Martin versus Blondes, Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson uh, What are your thoughts about this match? Do you think it will deliver and who do you think will win? The match will deliver uh, definitely. It's mostly going to be to put over the elite, the undisputed elite, and the undisputed elite would win this match. I hope it will lead to an angle with Arn Anderson being like being he's going to be in the corner of of his son and Lee jo- Lee Johnson. It'll most likely lead to like after the match lead to an angle with with Arn Anderson and his son and Lee Johnson. Uh, what do you think the angle will be? It'll be like Arneson cutting a promo about reaction to Cody leaving AEW and he's tired, being left behind, that all his work is wasted. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Um, so my thoughts about this, obviously Adam Cole, Young Bucks, and Red Dragon always give you your money's worth. It's going to be a, an unbelievable match, you know, no matter what. Um Dante Martin, Marcy Blas, Lee Johnson, and Brock Anderson seem to be like a collection of, of a random assortment of, of guys, but I really like the Varsity Blondes. I think the Varsity Blondes are very underrated uh, tag team-wise. They just need the experience to, to talk for them, and I think Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison have a, a good future together and also uh, as singles competitors. Uh, Lee Johnson, Brock Anderson well, as well. Lee Johnson is a pure baby face. He got nothing... Yeah, you got no other choice than to, you know, cheer the guy when he wrestles. And Brock Anderson is basically a carbon copy of, of Arn Anderson. So I really I really like those two together. And yeah, obviously those four as singles competitors. And Dante Martin is a special guy as well. He, he has a lot of jumping ability and everything. So he'll uh, mesh well with the Undisputed Elite. And obviously, like you said, I think uh, the Undisputed Elite will win. I don't know if there's an angle or anything. I think if anything... Jay White's might uh, come in or something afterwards, but that's just speculation on my part. I have yeah. no, no other, you know, reason to believe that. But I think for sure the Undisputed Elite win. Yeah, the Undisputed Elite will win. They will definitely win. I do agree there will be like a possible angle with Jay White in the future, but right now the Undisputed Elite would win. And I think Cole uh, set up this match in order to show the Undisputed Elite. Uh, uh, that they're good together, that they there's no issues between them. 
And I don't know, maybe there's a possibility where Dancing Martin, Varsity Blondes, Lee Johnson, and Brown Canderson do beat the Undisputed Elite, but that's in a, a very, you know, you know, I'm just saying, I'm putting, I'm pulling that out of my ass. You know, saying maybe it does yeah. happen where, where, where they get the win out of a fluke, or maybe they're not, you know, in in the same page or something. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for that match, and we'll transition to the next match, which is Lance Archer versus Wardlow, another beef slapping contest. And what do you think will happen in this match? Yeah, what ha- what's going to happen at Warlow will get the victory. It'll be a hard-fought beef-slapping match. Lance yep. Archer will show his, his monster side. He will probably beat up Warlow. We'll have some commentary from MJF and Spears with more pick and stuff. Right. Right. I, I, I agree with you. I think Warlow will get the win here. It's, a, it's in order to continue the story between MJF, Sean Spears, and, and Warlow, obviously. Um, Lance Archer, I think with Lance Archer, people get tired of Lance Archer because sometimes he's either overused or underused. I think uh, Lance Archer is, is being used perfectly. I think this is the type of guy that you bring out in order to settle some differences or settle, you know, scores, you know. And yeah. the last time we saw Lance Archer was against Adam Page yeah. in a Texas death match for the AW Championship. And that was great, you know, and I don't expect anything else less than in a, a good match between Lance Archer and Wardlow and uh, I think yeah. the Powerbomb Symphony will be too too much for, for Lance Archer to handle this time and uh, Wardlow will get the win yeah alright so next right. is uh, Serena D versus Hikaru Shida in a Philadelphia street fight match uh, what do you think about this match and the, the women's match uh, this Dynamite tomorrow I think it'll be a it'll be a crazy street fight. People will have her moments. She will have her moments, but I, by the end, I think that I'm gonna go with Sheeta getting the win. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I uh, I think I'm gonna agree with you. I think Sheeta does get the win. Uh, but this is a very you know evenly, you know I I don't know who is gonna win. It might be Dave. It might be Sheeta. I think that that's uh, a testament to how well this is booked. Uh, Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida are great wrestlers and I could see any any one of the two uh, coming up on top uh, on this feud obviously it's not going to be a straight up wrestling match it's a Philadelphia street fight in true Philadelphia fashion it's it's going to be a brawl and it's going to be probably involve a lot of you know extraneous you know objects you know just like trash cans and, and candlesticks and things of like things like that but you know, I think it's going to be a hard fight. It's going to be a brawl. And yeah. I think Hikaru Shida does uh, come out on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So next is the TNT Championship match. Uh, it's going to be a ladder match between Sami Guevara versus Scorpio Sky. What do you think about this match that would erase Cody Rhodes' uh, AW history <laughs> and his ladder match against Sami Guevara? Yeah, yeah it definitely would erase his history. Guevara will retain, and then in the future we're gonna have a mixed tag match with Guevara, Conti, Scorpio Sky, and and PM Page. Page Van Zandt, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that that I think that is uh, already confirmed, right? Yes. Okay, and I I do think that's gonna happen. I don't know who has the championship. I think there there might be a possibility where Scorpio Sky does win this match too, and there's only like. 
I'm half serious, you know. I saw this one comment on, I think it was on WrestleTalk. Uh, there's some dude, you know, um, put in a super chat and he said that uh, maybe AW uh, have Scorpio Sky beat Sammy Guevara so that Sammy Guevara could beat Cody Rhodes' record of being the shortest reigning TNT champion as well because Cody Rhodes is currently the shortest reigning TNT champion and if Sammy Guevara would lose this TNT championship he'd only be a, a one week you know champion yeah. and that would be a bad record as well so it's, I'm just half serious but I do think Sammy Guevara will, will beat Scorpio Sky here he's gonna win and obviously yeah. it's gonna be an un- and you know they're gonna try to one up the, the last one I don't know how you one up that last one you know they're gonna have to kill themselves or something uh, yeah mm-hmm. alright and then this is my main event I don't know about you but this is my main event and this Owen Hart Foundation tournament qualifier match the men's, di- men's edition this time is Dax the Axe Harwood versus Daniel Cash Wheeler uh, they go against each other. Tag team partners, what do you think about it? I think about it's going to be a big FTR match. They're going to wrestle each other. I don't know who's going to win. I might go with F- FTR Bald. Because... <laughs> FTR Bald. Yeah. Yeah. Because I said again, I'm going with FTR Bald. And this will be a definitely a great Owen Hart Cup match. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, really, I really do think this is going to be a... An AW uh, all-time great match. And, um, and it's probably gonna be a one a great match. It's gonna be a note to Bret Hart versus Owen Hart as well. Yeah. And, uh, I really think Dex Howard uh, versus Cash Wheeler is gonna be a great match. My pick would probably be Cash Wheeler because I really think Cash Wheeler is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. And, and he's the, for sure one of the best tag team wrestlers in the world. I think that's really wins. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. So that's uh, AW Dynamite in April 27th edition. And so next. So next, we're going to address some things that happened like a couple of days ago it's kind of old now you know yeah but I just wanted to address it uh, uh, I was posted on Wrestle Cringe uh, I know you know what Wrestle you don't eat that yeah I know you know what Wrestle Cringe just in case some other people you know don't know what it is Wrestle Cringe is a, uh-huh. is, a is a Twitter site you know that, that posts you know cringe worthy stuff about wrestling and I was posting on it my, my, my replies are posting and I have the replies here I'm going to read them off right here right now okay okay and I said I think that New Japan has been on a low point since 2019 but I guess we all forgot about that Ishii and Suzuki are old men who barely can move Evil is a top guy who shouldn't be Okada is really the only great talent they have that's worth something in AW alright alright and then the second uh post kind of like side to side to this one they said I haven't watched New Japan ever in my life so to me it doesn't have much of an importance in wrestling alright and I just wanted to point out that these things were um, posted out of context obviously I don't know what I I didn't check I don't know what it is uh, in context to what I was responding to 
they're posting out of posted out of content so obviously that's the point right right but people were mad people were mad because uh i guess they think that since i don't watch new japan since i said in that second post uh, i don't watch new japan that i don't have a right to to have an opinion about it and they said uh, they they basically insinuated that the opinions that i said were right they were they're correct that they believe that suzuki are old, she's an old man because i know that she and suzuki are old men i've seen them on aw this is what i've seen i don't i don't need to see the new japan product to to know that I, they came in aw this is what i saw um but their whole problem is that you know i haven't watched new japan so i can't say but i, I gotta I gotta say that I do have a brother. He watches New Japan. I don't watch the New Japan product. I've never watched the New Japan product. I've I've watched matches that have happened in New Japan. You know, like I've seen the you know the four matches of Kenny Omega Okada, but I've never seen a full show for New Japan. I've never seen a full show in New Japan. Basically, I haven't seen the product. I've only seen matches that have happened to in New Japan. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I have a brother who does watch New Japan. He gives me his opinions about it. And that's basically what he said, that, you know, uh, Evil isn't a top guy, but he is a top guy, especially last year in 2020. Um, Ishii and Suzuki are really, you know, are old. They, they, they were good at one point, but now they're kind of like nostalgia acts, you know? Um, yeah. And is really great. And I, I agree with that. I've watched Okada matches with Kenny Omega. That's all I've watched. I haven't, I've never watched Tanahashi. I'm sure he's great too, but... You know, at some point, he's going to have to be a nostalgia act, too. I mean, time is a thing, you know. Age yeah. is a thing. But, you know, that's what I have to say about things that aren't even real. Uh, and that's, well, that's all I wanted to address here. So do you have any uh, uh, comments about this? Well, I have a comment on that. Like, Russell Cringe will post tweets that people that make cringe comments or anything bad about wrestlers or anything in general. That's what he does. But that was a bit, but I do agree it was a bit out of, out of context. And I think Russell Cringe should have checked it before posting anything, post, posted your tweet or something, or anyone else that did what you did. Right. Man, I, I see the point why how it would be you know considered cringe for those who are really New Japan you know avid fans those hardcore fans that you know New Japan or die or you know those you know they, you find it any in any fandom you know it's an AW and WWE and Impact you find it everywhere even in things that are have nothing to do with wrestling they, there's hardcore fans that don't uh, can't accept criticism about the product that they love but I mean that's what I do I I love AW. I still criticize it and I criticize yeah. it publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's good. I think it's healthy. I don't, I mean, I don't particularly like WWE, but I, I do post things about what I like about WWE because I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd drive myself crazy if I were to say everything that's wrong about WWE or everything that's wrong about AW, everything that's wrong, everything else, you know? Well, whatever. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, we could, uh, Talk about the the quotes that FTR had made uh, recently. I think either today or yesterday. Okay, go ahead. So I have these quotes here as uh, in the sessions with Renee pa- Paquette. I have the quotes right here, and we can talk about it afterwards. So here's Dax Howard's uh, quotes. And here it is. Now I see the screenshot of all the different news outlets saying they want to resign us, and that's flattering and cool. 
we got some more time. I told Tony Khan, because obviously he heard about it, I told him, there's no way we would ever talk contracts with anybody while we're working for him. We have way too much respect for him, and our word means something. I started thinking, do they want us, or do they want AW to not have us? It's cool for Cody to do what he's done. There are so many unknowns there. Will they ever focus on tag team wrestling like we've been able to for the last two years? Okay, and then Castrillier also said in that same interview, I'm assuming, I didn't see the interview, but uh, I'm, I'm assuming, and this is the quote that he had. I have two things that are high on the list for me. We want to be the first ever two-time AEW Tag Team Champions. Until then, or after then, we want the IWGP Tag Team titles. That's very important to us and something we want to do for a while and wanted to make sure we do it right. And that's what they said. What are your, what are your you know, instant opinions or thoughts about it? My thoughts on this, that FTR are a great tag team. They've been a bit of a massive impression on AEW. And I do hope they do win the AEW tag team titles again and win the IWGP World Tag Team Champions as well. That would be a good cut cap in their careers. Mm-hmm. I doubt we're ever going to see them win the MLW Tag Team Champions. Because we don't know about Court Bowers. Uh, no one knows, really. Yeah, Cobar is known to lie in wrestling history, so we don't know. Right, right. Um, yeah, so I think this whole thing, especially the Dex Howard thing, is trying to like clear the air about you know their intention, um, their you know supposed intention to go to WWE. I don't believe that they you know haven't made their, up their mind right now. Obviously, they said that they haven't talked any contract situation with anyone. And out of respect with Tony Khan, and oh, obviously, I got my food. Right. Um, that's yeah. that's that's uh, like I kind of make it uh, make a comparison to like what MJF said to Ariel Hawani. Uh, Ariel yeah. Hawani yeah. said, um, yeah, uh, something about like he's not gonna discuss his contract with anyone until his country current contract is up, and I think more or less is what Dex Howard is saying. That's yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just out of respect, you know. In terms of like what they will do, I don't know yet, and I don't think they've told us either. I don't know. Their intention probably is to stay more because they'll be able to do more. But who knows what those is, is willing to do to take FTR out of AW's hands, you know? They took out Cody Rhodes's, uh, Cody Rhodes out of AW's hands, and maybe uh, they'll be able to do it with FTR too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, I mean, it would be cool if they would, you know, let them go to New Japan and things like that, open contracts. But that's probably wishful thinking. They have no other basis uh, to like support that. Yeah. 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 So that's all we have. I had right now. We got like 10 minutes. So I'm going to ask you questions, right? Great. Okay, so uh, what are your thoughts on Jim Cornette? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Um, here's the thing. Jim Cornette is a bit of an old-timer. I get that. But he does make sense on wrestling in general. He knows a lot about wrestling background, but he's a bit of an old, old man-timer thing. Complaining about the new things in pro wrestling. 
Yes, yeah. he does have, yes, he does hate Prince Russo. That's pretty much his stick. And him and Brian last, like, they had, like, podcasts. They, they sometimes like to, to shit on AEW, but they also shit on WWE as well. They do. Yeah. Um, they do listen to the podcast. Yeah, I do listen to podcasts. It's on, it's on YouTube. On oh, YouTube, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think basically what you said, uh, I, I really like Jim Cornette's vision on uh, with wrestling, you know, but obviously sometimes his character gets out of hand and it's not the best human being possible. But I think what he's saying about wrestling isn't really insulting at all. I think, uh, you know, relying on the traditional parts of wrestling and its sporting nature is is better than, you know, innovating and because I think it's as innovative as it's going to get, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, so you don't think he's a controversial figure or anything like that? No, I still think he's a controversial figure. I still think that. But okay. some of his quotes, his opinions has some valid point, but he is still a controversial within the wrestling community. Yeah. Within the wrestling community, he definitely is. He's gets a lot of heat. He's always trending on Twitter, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, okay. So we got that. What other questions do we have for you to, to kind of discuss? All right. Let's see. I'm trying to think right now. Maybe we could talk about uh, what are, what is, what is some rest? Okay. What are the promotions that you usually watch weekly? Mm. 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 Let's see. I I watch AEW and I always on Wednesdays watch AEW on Wednesdays, Rampage on Friday. I used to watch like Wednesday, like I used to watch on Tuesday, like I call like NWA Power when they had on YouTube for free, but since they went into Fight TV, because I can't afford Fight TV. It's 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 on YouTube now. Yeah, on Friday for repeat. I would I would sometimes watch it, but but when Rampage came on Friday, I kind of forgotten about it after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what else do you watch? Is that all you watch? <laughs> sometimes I rarely watch Impact. Not all the time. All right. I'll occasionally watch NXT. You know, I don't watch Raw SmackDown. As like they to WWE, you know. Yeah. Do you do, do not watch New Japan? Hmm. No, I definitely do. Oh, I do? just don't. I just don't watch on the app. I I just watch on some watch, like pay per views mostly on some watch pay per view online free site. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Basically, what I watch is uh, sometimes I watch Raw, maybe not in the entirety. Sometimes you, recently I have uh, SmackDown. I watch in its entirety usually just to pass the time, really. Uh, Dynamite, I've watched every single one. Uh, Rampage, I've watched most of them. I don't, I don't know. I'm not really loyal to Rampage as I am to other things, but I watched uh, Power. Uh, I do watch the Power. I, uh, I have the fight subscription, but... You know, I got the fight subscription before, you know, the whole YouTube thing was a thing. So, whatever. 
it's fine. Uh, I, I like power. I like Nicolas. I like Max Cardona. But, you know, that's basically what I watch, honestly. I just watch AW and WA. Yeah. And uh, what else? Oh, Doi Doi. So, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, do you have any questions for me? Oh, yeah. Let's let's talk about the Becky Lynch. The Becky Lynch, when he, whatever she, she recently said on, like, when he said an interview about AEW not women wrestlers not good enough as WWE women's wrestlers. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, do you want me to say what I think about that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think, first and foremost, as a character, I think uh, Becky Lynch probably only half means that. Um uh, I don't know where she said this. Where, do you know where she said this? Was it online said, or was it? A, she a said message? that like Be- Becky Lynch said. Becky Lynch. Becky, Becky Lynch, Lynch said that uh, most of the AW women are are not as good as WWE's women's roster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I mean I I don't want to like insult you know AW women's division because obviously it's. It's still building as we're getting better, but I would agree with that. I mean, obviously, I think the WWE Women's Division is the best women's division that there is, and I don't think it's I don't think it's that particularly close. But uh, obviously, she knew what she was doing. She's gonna say something that's the the you know the online fans were gonna because obviously they they really care about the women's division in AEW. It's not bad. It's not particularly bad, but I really do believe that you know, yeah. the WWE division is better and it's presented better. And I think that's kind of the problem, you know, that, that the WWE division, women's division is presented better by uh, by WWE than AEW presents since AEW, women's division. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what AEW is trying to work on. Yeah. So what are, what are your thoughts? My thoughts, I do agree with Becky Lynch, Becky, Becky Lynch's sentiment, sentiment, sentiment on some of the women in AEW. Like, there's some most, some of them, like, most are green, but we had good ones, like, Hikaru Shida, there was, like, Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, there was also Chris Statlander, and there's, there's, it was, it was just like, oh, I remember. Serena Deeb, yeah. Yeah. And we got the Bunny, Ali, we got Nala Rose. And most of the women, and after all that, some of the, most of the women are green, but they're pretty good. They do, they do need to work on, work on it, but AW's women's division are getting better. With Maria Canals, like, they like take the role of a women's ROH Booker for Women's Division, like at ROH for Tony Khan's ROH company. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that uh, I think it's not even close. Honestly, uh, I mean, you you listed some women from the AW division. I think the closest one that you could really compare is maybe Britt Baker in terms of star power. Uh, in terms of wrestling ability, I don't I think so. I think. Uh, I could name some uh, some names in WWE like Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch are two of the, if not, you know, they're for sure the two you know most star power uh, women's in the in women's wrestling you know, and they're probably one of one of the top you know stars in wrestling period you know, and Britt Baker's getting there. I don't I don't know if she's a top person yet. She's definitely a top person in AW, but I don't know in, in wrestling in general. But you got 
uh, Sasha Banks, you got Bailey, you, you got uh, who else is that one other girl? Uh, the Bianca Belair. I think they're these really good at stars and making a good wrestlers because apart from being big stars, Charlotte Fair is probably the best women's wrestler I've ever seen. Uh, Becky Lynch is our character, best character in, 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 in wrestling that I've ever seen. And then Bianca Belair is a great baby face and Sasha Banks and Bailey are work work workhorse women, I guess. Workhorse women. I think I said that right, but but yeah, I think AW is not to say that AW's women's division is really bad. I think they've improved. I've said that before. But uh I really don't think it's really that close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Uh, I just saw this quote, and I'm just gonna bring it out there. I saw I saw that Kenny Omega said that if he were to return in December of this year, he was that the bar is so low in terms of wrestling ability that if he were to return in December, he would be a you know a candidate for men's wrestler of the year. What do you what do you have to say about that? Uh, my my opinion that that'd be good. That'd be good for Kenny. He is a great wrestler. Yeah, do, you th- do you think that he's going to wait until December to come, though? Yeah, I probably think so. You really? So you don't think he's going to come for the Forbidden Door or anything of the, like of, like that? You, you think that Kenny Omega is going to come until December? Yeah. That's crazy. I, I think... I think that's him working, honestly. Obviously, any wrestler is a worker. They like to work the crowd. That's their job, you know? And I think he's saying that to, like, put in the minds of the fans that, oh, no, he's gonna, he's gonna, not gonna come back until December. We still got basically a year left of no Kenny Omega. Then Kenny Omega's come in in a month and confront Kota Ibushi or something like that that people would love or whatever. I, I, I really think that he's gonna come back before Forbidden Door, if not after Forbidden Door. I think by that time he's gonna be. Yeah. You got yeah. anything else? Um, that's about it. All right. Huh? All right. Do yeah, the outro. Oh yeah. Welcome to this is uh, this is the end of Augusta Ali podcast. Me and me and Cody will see you on Saturday for an, another edition of Augusta Ali podcast for a Dynamite Rampage view. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.